Welcome to the 3x5 Leadership Podcast, where we champion intentional leaders who create significant impacts. This show offers simple, practical strategies to help you live, lead, and learn more intentionally. I'm Josh, and in today's episode, we're exploring the best management practice that I started this past year. Now, with this being a show focused on leadership, why are we talking about management practices? I know it's certainly not the sexiest topic we could be covering, uh, and no one really ever gets inspired about learning new management techniques. But managing well is an important habit of intentional leaders. Good management practices help us use our people's time and abilities effectively. They enable us to be more efficient so we can do routine things routinely, ultimately allowing us to put effort into bigger and more important things. Good management practices also let us build capacity for ourselves and for our team, requiring less draining requirements like meetings. As a result, we're able to commit more time and energy to actual work, to more important work. So I wanted to use today's episode to look at the best new management practice that I started this past year. And this is a two-part practice. The first part is a digital platform to track my direct reports tasks. And the second part is a weekly process to synchronize those tasks with them, which I simply call the weekly one-on-one. So we'll dive into each part in a bit more detail so that you can see how you can adopt and really adapt these practices for your own use, given your unique work conditions and requirements. And then we'll uh, then end this dis- uh, by discussing the benefits gained through this practice. Benefits for me personally, for my direct reports, and for our team at large. Now, a little bit of context about my work environment uh, before we start, just so you can kind of understand my situation. Uh, I work in operations. Uh, I serve as the head operations officer for about a 700-person organization. I manage the day-to-day activities, the tasks, and the training for the organization through a small team of about 20 people. Uh, I've organized my team so that I have four direct reports, which I use uh, this management practice with. And I don't dictate that my direct reports also use this process with their teams, but I do think it helps provide them structure on how to best manage at their level as well. Okay, so getting into it, like I said, the first part is a digital platform to track my direct reports tasks. My organization uses Microsoft, so I use the OneNote app uh, to maintain a living digital document of each person's active tasks, projects, and responsibilities. So if you're not familiar with OneNote, uh, it's a simple note-taking app where you can have various digital notebooks for different projects and then multiple pages within each notebook to help organize your content. Keeping it online allows multiple users to have access to and collaborate on the documents as well. So I've organized my OneNote as just one notebook, uh, which we call just Team Tasks, and uh, each direct report has their own page within that notebook. And so all four direct reports have access to the document so that they can view it and edit it at any time. Okay, so looking at each person's page, uh, I've created four major sections throughout, uh, just with a simple text heading system. It's organized into one, immediate tasks, two, short-term projects, three, mid-term, and then finally four, long-term. So under each heading is a list of the tasks based on their project length, or needed immediacy. Each task includes a few common components. So first, uh, I just list the task or the project's suspense date. Second, 
I provide a quick task title to give easy context when they review the tasks. Third, I provide a detailed description of the task. And that can include things like uh, just the basic requirements, my guidance or expectations, timelines, uh, maybe some needed points of contact, and, and so on. So basically, I provide all the information that I have or all the information my direct report would need uh, to be able to start taking action on it. And all of this is captured within a single, easy-to-read bullet for each task under the appropriate uh, category heading. So that's the basic structure of my task managing platform, but there are a few important comments on how we uh, use that to, to provide the, the biggest benefits. Uh, like I mentioned, my direct reports have access to the digital notebook so they can view the tasks, but we've also set up a system where they can provide inputs and feedback on it as well. So each of them has chosen like a text color and they use that to add comments to their OneNote page to provide any necessary responses within each task's bullet. Uh, their, their input usually just follows my write-up for the task within the bullet, which then really just becomes a series of responses uh, in specific colors based on who is providing the input. Each comment my direct report provides uh, starts with the date that they're entering that feedback so that we can track how recent the last update uh, or the input was. And then based on the situation or task, I may respond to those comments. And so this method really just becomes as a robust platform for asynchronous dialogue about the task as needed. And so in how I use the platform, uh, I usually update the OneNote document anywhere between one to three times a week based on kind of what's going on in that specific week. And if I update an existing task or I add a new task, I simply just add a distinguishable headline to the beginning of that task that states in it uh, says either new or updated in really like big, bold, green text. So this allows my direct reports to quickly identify changes the next time they come to visit the page. Uh, and our, our text color system allows me to quickly see like new red or new blue text when they provide inputs for me as well. And so the system not only provides a simple uh, and user-friendly hub to keep track of everyone's current tasks, but it does so in an easily accessible platform. And when you think about it, like everyone can access the app via their work computer, their cell phone, anytime. And this allows us to improve our team synchronization and collaboration without a series of team meetings or huddles throughout each week. They have the necessary guidance consolidated all in the app to take initiative and begin moving on those tasks without having to sit and wait to discuss them with me. Uh, it also improves our work flexibility. So if one of my people needs to work remotely one day for some reason, there is no change in how we do business. They know where to get guidance, and again, without having to wait on me. And so the task management system uh, has really improved my team's independence, uh, our time flexibility, and our adaptability. And it's also significantly reduced our emails and our text message communication each week, really just centralizing most of it into the OneNote app and not through a series of emails that we have to uh, keep track of or go back to and reference and find our inbox. So if you're interested in trying out this part of the management practice, uh, I encourage you first to determine the app or the platform to use. Uh, like I said, we're, we're a Microsoft-based organization, so OneNote is already available at no extra cost. Uh, but there are other common apps like uh, Google Keep, Trello, uh, and Evernote, uh, which can all do the same thing for you and your team, and also probably no cost. 
So just figure out uh, what will work best in terms of team accessibility and ease of use. And then talk to your team about this new method and be deliberate in introducing it to them. Just for reference, like it took us a good few weeks of practicing this to make it routine and seamless for us. Uh, so be patient as you get it going as well. And I recommend you start by introducing this part of the management practice before you move into the weekly one-on-one. -on -one. But once you're ready, I absolutely encourage you to add the second part, uh, the one-on-ones, which we'll move into kind of now. So the weekly one-on-one -on -one, uh, is a 30-minute synchronization meeting uh, that, as the name suggests, occurs every week. Uh, I have one one-on-one -on -one for each of my direct reports. So in my current case, that means I have four meetings a week for two total hours. That might initially seem like a hefty time consumption in your schedule, but I assure you that these two hours every week open up a significant amount of my time and their time each week by eliminating other meetings and un, uh, unscheduled like huddles or office calls. So we have our uh, one-on-ones scheduled to occur on the same day and at the same time every week um, to make them really just like essential foundations for our weekly rhythm. I structure my one-on-ones off of a model that uh, author Mark Horstman offers in his book, The, Effect, uh, the Effective Manager, uh, was just one simple adjustment. Um, that adjustment is that our task synchronization discussions are centered around our active OneNote list, as we just talked about. But if you're interested in reading more about this one-on-one model, I highly encourage you to check out that book, uh, The Effective Manager. So each 30-minute meeting is broken down into three 10-minute sections. The first 10 minutes are dedicated for my direct report to share anything that they want about what is currently on their task list. Uh, this can include things like updates, uh, recent developments or obstacles, challenges, or maybe introducing areas where they might need some support. And so to ensure that the, the, the meeting itself lasts 30 minutes and that this section only lasts 10, uh, my direct reports know that to, to come to the meeting prepared with what they want to discuss. This just makes the meeting much more productive. Then the second 10 minutes are for me to provide my updates to them. This can include things like um, expanding on my guidance regarding new tasks, uh, can be giving updates on current ones, and, and so on. I also like to use this time to provide some perspective on any of the tasks as necessary. I know that my direct reports might not necessarily have the context for some of the tasks like I do, so I do like to use this opportunity to maybe provide the why or help them better understand the bigger picture. And some also, uh, based on some recent mentorship, uh, there are also two key points that I've recently added to this section of the meeting. Uh, and they're really just two simple questions. One um, is I ask my direct report, what else is on your mind or what else is taking up your time that is not currently on our OneNote that I should be aware of? And the second question is, are there other tasks or projects currently on your plate that were not assigned by me? And these help me get a good pulse on their current workload, understand their capacity, and ensure that I remain informed on where they are committing their efforts. Now, the final 10 minutes of the one-on-one -on -one is, in my mind, the most important part of the meeting. Uh, this is 10 minutes dedicated to a focused and intentional developmental conversation. I, I just get really frustrated over how hard it is to have intentional developmental conversations during the course of any working day. 
I know we get busy through the days and the weeks, but really it can become weeks or even months before we realize that we haven't done anything within the team outside of just mere routine task management. So I want to know that I can at least engage in 10 minutes every week, if nothing else. Now, what kind of developmental conversations do we engage in during these windows? Uh, I've, I've structured mine to adjust the flavor of each developmental conversation really from week to week uh, between three things. One is uh, coaching towards a goal of theirs. Two is uh, feedback conversations. And then three is uh, career development conversations. So I'd say about two of every three weeks or so are dedicated to coaching through a developmental goal. So over a series of several one-on-ones over time, I'll work with my direct report to determine a developmental goal of theirs, turn it into a SMART goal, and then coach them through uh, their growth in that area. Um, we could do an entire episode, to be honest, on just what this process looks like alone. Uh, but broadly, we do things like uh, research available content related to that goal so that we can get ideas on strategies and tools to put onto practice. Uh, we define a strategy to begin working on new habits and then discuss how those behaviors are working over time. Then we also just like reflect and we assess on how we're making progress on the goal uh, to be honest with ourselves and also to determine if we need to make um, any adjustments as necessary. So I'll coach my direct reports through a developmental goal of theirs about two or three times every month, like I said. And so for those other weeks, I use uh, the developmental 10 minutes for a feedback conversation. Uh, I have my direct report come to the meeting prepared to give me feedback on my behaviors and my performance, and I do the same for them. And then we just commit to a a candor-filled, truth-in-love conversation with each other. And I found that this practice of engaging in feedback uh, during our one-on-ones every few weeks uh, offers two really important benefits for us. First, um, this practice normalizes sharing feedback so that it's just not so novel and not so scary. Uh, It becomes a regular practice to how we do business, which improves our mutual accountability, our performance, and our professionalism. Second, making it regular like this allows us to engage in more detailed discussions about behavior. Think about the norm that most of us probably experience where We likely don't get feedback outside of maybe like a quarterly or even an annual performance review. That's a lot of things to try to have to provide feedback on when covering such a large time window. However, if we share feedback more regularly, every few weeks or even more, we can get specific about behavior and performance that we're addressing. So as a leader, for example, I can ask my direct reports to provide their perspectives on specific management practices of mine or specific ways that I engage my team. Okay, so the developmental conversation portion of our one-on-ones are generally broken down to about a two-to-one ratio coaching to feedback. And beyond those two types of developmental conversations, I also insert uh, just a simple career management conversation every quarter or so. Um, And this is just an opportunity to talk about their career goals, their progression towards those, and what we can do together to help them reach desired or required career development gates. Okay, so lastly, just a a few quick notes about the one-on-ones. First is that uh, it's important to have them scheduled both on yours and their calendar. Um, There might be weeks where maybe here or there where you can't hold your one-on-one, and that's okay. 
What's important is that it's scheduled. So if you need to, you can shift the meeting that week, or if absolutely necessary, you can just cancel it. A missed week is really just not going to be fatal, but ensure that the one-on-ones remain scheduled and you go into each week with the expectation that they will occur. Additionally, at the end of each one-on-one, ensure that you clarify what type of developmental conversation that you intend to or need to engage in next week. Uh, This affords your direct reports to have the predictability for next week and lets them prepare for it. So, for example, if you state that next week will be a feedback conversation, not only does your direct report have the week to prepare their thoughts, but you can shape what kind of feedback you're looking for. You can ask, like, um, hey, next week, can you focus on your feedback uh, for me on my management techniques for a team? Or maybe on how I engage with the rest of our team outside of you direct reports. Or maybe you can ask, hey, how do I facilitate our staff meetings every single week? With this approach, you're able to have much more productive and impactful feedback conversations. All right, so that's just the simple breakdown of what I would consider to be my most impactful management practice that I've adopted this past year. And at its core, it's really nothing more than just a digital platform to keep track of my direct reports tasks, and then just an easy way to synchronize those tasks each week. And so to, um, to end today's discussion about this practice, I want to share three key benefits that my team and I enjoy as a result of it. First, uh, our team is much more organized and synchronized. I don't have to maintain some one or two hour long group synchronization meeting where I'm pulling people away from their work to sit around a table each sharing our updates. I also rarely, if ever, have to pull my direct reports into my office for an unscheduled ad hoc huddle to get updates. I can simply refer to our OneNote instead. And we also um, just have constant access to our tasks information rather than like having to centralize them on a whiteboard or some other like analog list where people have to physically go into the office to see. And we're also not managing through a series of dozens, maybe even hundreds of emails each week either. The second benefit is improved capacity for individuals and for our team. By capacity, I mean it's time energy, and attention. Less meetings, fewer emails, and reduced requirements to get my team physically together in time and space means more capacity for us to focus on our actual work. And with that added capacity, we can also move out of the simple day-to-day management of routine things and into the realm of important things. Things like leading organizational change efforts to improve our people and how we do business. We can engage in more intentionally and regularly into developing our people as well. This capacity also affords flexibility. Say like family events or work travel or maybe some other requirements pull us away from what we would consider be our normal working hours for a day or for a week. Our methods still endure, enabling everyone to work when they're able to or when they choose to. And the team is never waiting on me to provide them guidance. And the last benefit is the assurance that we are engaging in intentional developmental activities every week. I might not be able to get my people involved in nearly as many developmental events like conferences, courses, or developmentally educational events as I'd like. But with one-on-ones, I do know that I can guarantee a quality 10-minute conversation each week. And in my mind, the benefits that I and they gain from those routine conversations over a year might in fact be more impactful for our growth than any conference or course could provide. So 
I hope today's episode sparked an idea and generated some energy on new approaches to how you might manage your team this year. I encourage you to consider how you might be able to adapt and apply this management practice with your team. It might look a little different for your specific work context, and that's okay. But I think you'll find that your team is enjoying the same benefits mine is, ultimately leading to a more effective, productive, professional, and engaged team. So as you go, um, I just I ask for, please for three favors. One, uh, give the show a, a like and a review. Two, subscribe to 3x5 Leadership via email so you get our new weekly articles and podcasts delivered straight to your inbox. And you could do that simply by going to our website, 3x5leadership.com. And third, consider becoming a patron of 3x5 Leadership to help us keep delivering content to champion intentional leaders like yourself. And you can learn more about becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 3x5leadership. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash 3x5leadership. So thanks for joining us today. And thanks for your continued support and your leadership. Again, I'm Josh. Until next time, friends, take care and lead well.